Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins, and today I'm here with Daniel M. Hello, hello. And, uh, well, Daniel, into the life of every leader, conflict must flow. Yes, well, and especially over these last two years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and if you don't experience at least some conflict, Mm -hmm. healthy conflict, then I would say you're probably not leading very well. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point, uh, because you often get conflict when there are two opposing views or when there is a healthy enough environment where people feel comfortable to bring up an opposing view or a viewpoint. Right. Like if you're a leader and you never get into conflict, I think you got to put up the mirror and ask yourself, Okay, are you. Are you, do you intimidate other people? Are you trying to push your way through? Do you even leave room for other people to bring up their opinion? And if they do, uh, do you often always have the right answer? And that then shuts down the conversation. So Mm. actually in getting to this question, you're probably going to have to do quite a bit of self-reflection to be able to answer it. I know I'm already reflecting right now i'm trying to make a quadrant in my head of you're either uh uh, a marshmallow kind of leader that just rolls over you're a mercenary who is just you want everything come on Uh, two more m's two more m's you're um if if you want to be right in the middle you want to get this right you're going to be a missionary because everything will be done in light of the purpose and mission of the church all right, one more, let's, man. Let's close in one prayer. More, one more, one more. No, you got to do one more. <laughs> I don't know if I have it. I don't this know is if good. I this has to be a uh, 90 SL. You got to bring, you got to bring those back. And no, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we still do. We still do them from time to time. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, what's so, today's? What's, let's talk about today's question. Okay. So today's question is: What does good conflict resolution with staff or key leaders look like in a church setting? So good conflict resolution. So how do you fight? Well, (laughs) there's, I mean, you know, there's going to be, again, as we said, there's going to be conflict in the, anytime you have uh, two or more people, church people gathered together, there's probably going to be some conflict. Um, No, that's, that's an overstatement. Um, (laughs) My my dad used to say uh, that every year when we were driving to the Southern Baptist convention, um, is whenever you have two or, two or more, you're going to have three or more opinions or something like that. It's really funny, but, um, but that's true, right? I mean, you know, part of this is a, a body that's growing together. And if you're moving forward, um, there's going to be things that you have to confront. So you can think of, you know, a, a lot of times we think of conflict as an unhealthy thing. And no, it, it is just uh, looking through the lens of anything that um, you're co- confronted with in leading your church toward, you know, your your desired mission slash vision mm-hmm. and the purpose of the gospel. Anything that gets in your way needs to be confronted, which means ultimately there's there's going to be conflict. You got to have the courage yeah. to confront. Yeah, that's right. So here's here's something to think about. Uh, just alluding to a little bit of how we opened up this episode. Think 
so so obviously as a leader you want to be the one that is setting the tone for the culture of your church and of your staff or of the group of leaders that you are leading so ask yourself when is the last time that i was in the middle of conflict and when was the last time that it was resolved by someone other than me because when you think about conflict it's it's interesting obviously there's on the one side you could be such a domineering leader that you don't think there's conflict because you always win the you always win it <laughs> right and you're always right. kind of uh, navigating or excusing yourself or or whatnot and you're like no 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 I don't I don't have any conflicts so then you ask those around you okay how often is there conflict on your team or what does conflict resolution look like for you and if they have a completely different answer from you then that's something to consider right how are you reacting to that so that's on the one hand uh, you know one thing to reflect on as a leader but the other piece of it is when you are in conflict or when there's conflict going on uh, do you always step in do you try to make peace. If you're an Enneagram fan, if you're more on the nine side, you're a peacemaker. And and do you do you just kind of jump in? You're like, oh, no, no, it's okay. And you're the one that appeases and you end up as a leader taking on more leader, more responsibility, or more tasks or whatnot, because you're like, oh, if they're fighting about that. I don't even want to give that I'm going to do it or or let's say they fought about something in the past when something was given to them and on, on you know a little bit too late and you're like well I don't want to run through that scenario again so I'm just going to do it myself so that's another question to think and lastly when that conflict resolution happens in the team that you're a part of uh, what what happens when you don't take charge what happens when you don't intervene are there others on the team that is everyone looking at you, seeing how you react? Or are there others on the team who feel empowered to be able to resolve the conflict themselves too? So a few questions to reflect on to assess your own conflict management style. Okay. I like that. Um, how do you avoid it? Like, how, how do you avoid it altogether? I don't know if you should. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, you know, I do think that there are things that um, uh, that that you can do to avoid it, like communicating it so clearly that you can't be misunderstood. Because in, in so many cases, um, people are uh, uh, having conflict because there 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 wasn't clarity. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Either clarity of mission and vision, which everybody knows I'm going to harp on, but also just good old fashioned communication and how it aligns with the vision. So everybody understands our agenda is our agenda. Our agenda yeah. is not my agenda, um, because otherwise they're going to assume that you have your own agenda or, you know, their emotions get tied up into it. It's it's like uh, um, we have to bring the gospel into to everything that we're doing too, meaning that, um, there's gotta be some grace involved. There's gotta be some, uh, some of us saying, okay, I'm going to believe this person's intentions are, are the best. And, um, they're, you know, they're just having an impulsive maybe reaction right now. Let me calmly process it rather than escalate the way they do. I'm going to calmly respond versus react. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, that's because, that's yeah. that's a good point. No, that's a, that's a really good point because, yeah, yeah I mean, you don't want to you don't want to live in constant conflict, and neither do you want to poke the bear or just throw out statements that are perhaps ambiguous that cause people to think one way or the other. So yes, completely, I, I completely agree with you that as leaders we need to strive for clarity. We're not we're not ever going to get it 100% right to the point where there's going to be an absence of conflict. But I agree with you as a leader, if you are making sure that you are talking to the right people in the right scenarios, giving people opportunity to 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 speak clearly and, and you yourself are setting the boundaries or talking about what you're advocating for change because conflict often comes up when when there's change right when you're trying to advocate for change and, right. and someone's like oh i don't know if i want to change and and you know you're there you're getting them the change is going to cause them to get them you know move they're going to move out of their own comfort zones and they're like no i don't want to do that and why should we change everything is okay and and then there's this conflict that naturally arises every time you want to change so what does it look like for you to manage change well in a clear fashion? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of other little tools that I've heard in the past. Um, one would be the, are you familiar with the read acrostic? Uh, no, I'm not. So, so it's like you recognize your emotions, you evaluate the source of them, anticipate the consequences of following through. It's, it's when things get really heated, right? Okay. Um, and then direct them, you know, the, the power of those emotions or the, the energy of those emotions or whatever into more, a con, more constructive course. So even doing things like, um, you know, at, in, in training your leaders or training your staff, um, talking about here's what healthy conflict looks like. Here's how to, you know, deal with your emotions when something escalates to this, you know, level. Here's something that you can use and, you know, explaining this. Now, I wouldn't suggest in the moment saying, do you need to take back, you know, take a step back and mm. use the read acrostic? Daniel, <laughs> because Well, okay. Here's, here's another thing, right? Because when, when you are in conflict and you feel the blood rushing to your head, your stomach is dropping, and there's just all of these emotions that are flooding. Uh, you, 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 the rational part of your brain actually shuts down, right? And what's happening is fight or flight is taking over in your brain, and you can't think rationally, you can't respond rationally, even if you're like, yeah, yeah, but I need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry and abounding in love. When you feel your emotions completely taking over because you're unsettled or, or it's a trigger and it might actually be a trigger from a little T trauma from the past. And I've had moments like that, man, the worst thing that you can do is keep the conversation going. I mean, and, and on the flip side, you don't necessarily want to get up and leave, uh, what in terms of conflict resolution, what does it look like for you to even be like, Hey, can we just, uh, do you mind if we just take a, a, a break right now or, or can we take a time out or, or can we just 
return back to this in a few minutes or, or the next day or have some sort of conversation and express why. Not that you just want to ignore it, but uh, just what does it look like for you to express, hey, I don't think I'm in the right place right now to continue this conversation. Can we do that later? Otherwise, you might end up saying things and reacting in ways that you're going to regret later. Uh, yeah. I think the one last thing that um, comes to mind for me is, you know, some people, some leaders, uh, and I use that term loosely when I say what they do, Mm. some leaders will um, actually approach conflict from a withdrawal strategy, meaning that there may be conflict and the way that they confront that conflict is to back away, withdraw, not be a part of the conversation or, you know, take their ball and go home or whatever. And I would say, don't let that happen. Uh, Mm. First of all, don't let that happen in yourself. Yeah. Um, But second, when you see, you know, Hey, there's a, a, you know, I've got my, all my deacons and we had a, a, a heated discussion and everybody came away with a resolution and, but I haven't seen this person for two weeks, go find that person. Mm-hmm. Um, that is actually healthy conflict is to go seek that person out and say, Hey, I've noticed, you know, you, you may not say I've noticed you withdrawn, but you may say, Hey, I just wanted to check in on you, see how things are going. Yeah. I know that, you know, things got just processing that with that person, um, versus letting it, uh, it fester or sit or become something else. Like if that's not left, uh, if that's not, not unresolved, if that Mm -hmm. is left unresolved, then ultimately down the road, it could manifest itself in way worse ways or it just hardens and it becomes there. Even if, you know, three months from now it appears everything is normal. Well, that unresolved issue is still there and it's a, it's a cancer in your organization really. Um, and it can just grow and then it's awful. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good word. Well, uh, we do hope that today's episode was helpful in your context and perhaps you are walking through conflict at the moment, or, you know, someone who is, so we do pray and hope that this episode was helpful. If there's someone that, you know, who is also walking through conflict, uh, we want to encourage you to share this episode with them. You can just hit the share button on your, uh, favorite podcasting app and send them the link. Well, we thank you so much for listening in and we'll catch you next time.